This is episode 136. Dongle is the word you're looking for. Sw- swipe right. It's the tone. Control. Which, which way do you? Sw- it's a tone control. Which way do you swipe if it's good? I don't know, man. And then Damn I don't it. know which way. Like, am I swiping to push it in the direction right. of right, or is my thumb coming from the right to swipe? So I don't know. Swipe swipe right means your thumb moves to the right. You're starting okay. on the left side and going to the right. That is, I think, totally sure that that's true. I think that would make sense. I think. But I still don't know which one's good. I think swipe right is the good one. Swipe right is so swipe left is don't like. I don't know. I'm not going to learn it. Nope. I choose to not discover the truth. Swipe up. Swipe, <laughs> swipe up. Tap, tap, uh, yeah. I was going to try to tie it into that Instagram thing in the beginning. Tap tap to to read more. Swipe up is a thing on Instagram. Is it? Full what is what, swipe yeah. up? What what happens when you swipe if up? If you have a sponsored thing on your Instagram story, you uh-huh. can swipe up and it'll pull up the website for whatever oh, Okay, it is. so that's the through link. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and you access it by swiping up on the story. But so, yeah, like it's the so, tone control. Swipe up to hear more. Whoa. Whoosh. Yeah. Be a good opportunity for the old iPhone unlock sound. Oh. You know? Oh yeah. Hold on. Wait. Can I do that? No, they don't make the sound anymore. Not even with the sounds on? The sw- the unlock oh, sound? Yeah. No. They make a lock sound. There's an there's no unlock sound anymore. There hasn't yeah, been for no, a while. But like I'm plugged in. Oh, it did it super quiet. Hold on. You gotta yeah, crank your volume. Oh. We should go. Um Oh, it's a tone control. Bing. Did I say that? The first? I think I started to say it and never got through it. I'm so sorry, dear listener. <laughs> I'll probably cut that down. I don't want to do that two times in a row. You, you you asked how my computer was doing, and I said I I podcasted yeah. yesterday, so I just left GarageBand open, which was fine. I opened up my tone control session, and everything was fine. Um, but I, I mistakenly closed Chrome earlier, and I think Chrome is really where the problem lies. I've oh, noticed. Okay. Um, I've actually hmm. just while I was firing it up tonight, I was thinking maybe I should just blanket uninstall Chrome and start over with it. Maybe mm-hmm. it would like clear out some junk. I don't know, but. Um, could work. Could Try work. Safari. Have you tried Safari? So here's the thing: the the Hangouts plugin does not want to cooperate with Safari. Oh right. Okay. So that's why I'm kind of stuck with Chrome for the purposes of the podcast. But Safari is my yeah. main browser for kind of everything else. So um, we could flip. We could try something else. But whatever. we could. Um, yeah. What's weird is like the. Safari pops up with the whole like, oh, you need to allow access. Yeah. And yeah. I click OK and enter my password. And then it's like, would you like to download the the thing? And I'm like, yes, I would. So I do that. And then it's again, would you like to allow access? Yes. And then just nothing happens. I just get a black sure. screen. It doesn't try to make the phone call. It doesn't try to make the video. Like nothing. It just doesn't doesn't mm-hmm. work. And maybe it's my computer. There's a good chance it's just me. <laughs> but um I don't know. It just doesn't want to happen. And I'm up to date on everything. So it's not, not anything weird like that. But huh. my computer's fully vaccinated. So, like, I, 
I don't know what it is. <laughs> Fully vaccinated. <laughs> Here's something else. So that's what's up. But we're going. Everything's fine at the moment. Yeah. All right. All right. Sounds how about, good. How about you? Yeah. Yeah. Rocking and rolling. Good. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's a. It's a. Uh, uh, the sky just peeled open a, a moment ago. So if you hear any desperately loud claps of thunder. Oh really? It's because there's loud thunder. <laughs> so if I hear the thunder, don't worry, it's just thunder. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's correct. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. So, um, <laughs> do you uh, <laughs> do you have a pedal this week? I do, and I played oh, it for, for I played it for maybe um, maybe two minutes and forty seconds before you. Told me you were ready to record. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't. I apparently didn't get mine back in time. I really yeah, thought I, I did. I was lazy but... about the last one. Oh, well. Um, I think I can speak to this a little bit, but we'll see. Uh, okay. Maybe okay. I'll hang on to it. I mean, uh, so by the time this comes out, I will probably uh, have done a proper demo and understand the pedal a little bit more. Well, but... we'll get to know it on the show. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I kind of will get to it, but I'm kind of wondering uh, if it is something I can even do a demo for properly. Oh, so we'll okay. see about that. But um, I'll save it for later. Might get real. Like a roll. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we just sort of started recording like immediately. And now I'm like, uh, we, w- oh, right, wait, we, we have to start the show first. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, hold on. I'm going to be back in 30 seconds. Okay, I'm here. <clears throat> Yay. Yay. I need the little thingy that turns my phone connector into a headphone connector. A uh, dongle is the word you're looking for. <laughs> I do not like that word. Uh, it's like, it's it's almost like dongle was a word for something else, and then the tech realm was like, no, we're taking this. But it was yeah. just about to really blow up as a word for something else. And <laughs> and that's still kind of what we all think of first, you know? But like, no, 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 it's that's a real thing people say now. And it's just a little hard to, yeah, to kind of, yeah. <laughs> tough to accept. So if you have AirPods and an Apple TV, like the wireless AirPods, yeah. you can send Apple TV audio to your AirPods. Okay. Which is super so you can cool. watch TV silently? Yes. Yeah. Now, what I think is the ultimate crime is that if you plug in lightning earpods into the lightning connector on the remote, it doesn't do that. Right, because that's just for charging. How stupid is that? Right? Well, because they, they I right, mean, I know they, it, there's a reason, but it's such a missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the remote does have Bluetooth, um, which should have bi directional audio, but maybe it's like, Bluetooth one or, you know, it's like just know. enough for a controller and not was, enough for. Yeah. It's just like, I've, I heard about the AirPods thing and I was like, well, there's a connector and a corresponding pair of headphones that I own. That yeah. must work, right? That'd be ridiculous <laughs> if it didn't. And sure enough, it's ridiculous that it doesn't. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's too bad. But, yeah, you know, yeah. got to sell those $150 earphones. Do they sound better than the, the wired ones? I actually don't know. Tyler, 
Do they sound better? Get back to me. I think it's a convenience um, thing. Um, they better sound better for $150. That's what I'm saying. I think it's, it's got if they don't sound better, it's got to just be because of the size of them and the all, yeah. you know, batteries and charging. and. Oh, see. I know. I know there's yeah. like stuff in there, but like. Some real high tech shit in that you gotta, thing. <laughs> you got to, it, 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 truly, but like you, you got to, they also got to sound better. Yeah. They don't sound, they don't sound like I wouldn't, I would not pay $2 for these headphones, these wired ones. You know what I mean? Like if they didn't come free with something, they would never be in my ears. I thought the earpods didn't fit your ears. Well, I don't know. Like at some point, they just I I it started. I started being able to hear things for a while. I couldn't hear any like bass out of them. See, that's I, the surprising. It part. It makes me because... wonder if I was putting them in the wrong ears, and so they were like, because there's all these ports <laughs> and things on them, and I think like maybe They're I was still like, labeled. Yeah, well, maybe I'm saying maybe I picked it up, well, but maybe, I don't know because now they sit in my ears, and it's it's not like. I can listen to them comfortably for many hours, but because but that's because no, they're they're but, plastic, you know. Yeah, I think for me though, like it, it's really a measurable difference between the old ones and the new ones. And are you I, talking about the audio fidelity? Yeah, they're they're much much I, much. Higher I think quality. I agree with that, but they're still like they're fine. Yeah. Yeah, okay. for podcasts and things, they're perfect. And for, I, I, well, I guess I sure I sure haven't compared them to anything. Like I haven't compared them to other earbuds. Go back I to just those old. If you have any of those old original, I sure don't. iPhone yeah. headphones. Yeah, um, yeah. I was. I'm really for the size they are, and the fact yeah. that they're like just a rinky dink earbud most of the time. Mm-hmm. They sound pretty darn good to me. And if mm-hmm. I was in a bind or somewhere at an airport, and it's all I had, it would be perfectly sufficient. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. And I use them. You know, when I'm doing something, walking around and. Yeah, need to listen to something, but like, um, I you know they're not the, my, designed my, for high quality listening environments. Yeah. Though my my problem is I I have my other listening environments are very high quality. Exactly right? the yeah. other the headphones I'm wearing now are so it's you know if if something costs one hundred fifty dollars I I would expect them to sound like this. Sure. Um, so I don't know maybe they sound a lot anyway. Whatever. No, this I know is, what you're saying. This is super not. What our podcast is about, <laughs> is it? <laughs> no, it's not. For the average user, though, I think that's just going to like listen to something on their commute. It's doing a, an excellent job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. But uh, anyway, all right. So play the thing. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Now that we just went through that whole song and dance. It's time to start the show. Do, 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 do. We should get like a theme song, like. Like a like we're like <laughs> we're a talk show, yeah. Do 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 do. I gotta find the right note. Oh my god, I've been using my notes app too much. It just um, got pushed way down. Hang on, what do I have here? Do you have something? Uh, I got my uh, uh my, my friggin' my thing. Okay. What was the note? <laughs> Time to start the show. Right. Yeah, something, something to that effect. <laughs> okay, here you. So you play, and she's gonna speak. Okay. Okay. Uh, Lay it down. Thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the tone control. Visit pedalgenie.com and start your wish list today. <laughs> this is getting high tech. <laughs> Time for the tone control, yo. The sound of the future. <sighs> anyway, 
<clears throat> so um, last time I posted on Instagram before we uh, sat down to record, uh, yeah. basically saying like, oh, you know, ask us a question and we'll talk about it and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I forgot to really check during the show and we answered a few of them after the show when no one was listening. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought this would be a cool idea to do before any night that we record was to post on our Instagram story that uh, we're recording tonight and then yep. there's like a little ask me a question box where you can type in a question and, right. and the catch is that uh, we'll answer it on the show here and uh, you know I mean, of course I'll probably mention <laughs> a little quick answer on the within the app itself so I did that today <laughs> yeah, okay. at 3 o'clock ish today I posted uh, you know hey we're recording one thirty six tonight uh, ask us a question and we'll answer on the show and so yeah. uh, tonight we have zero questions <laughs> so let's recycle. <laughs> yeah, so let's let's back it up. Uh, last time we had some good questions. And I do kind of want to make this a thing. So if you're on yeah, Instagram, I'm into and that. It's it's kind of a thing that'll keep some It's on Instagram, it's not on Anchor. Right, this is part of Instagram. So like on our Instagram uh, okay. account, um right we on. can post to our story, it's called. Mm. So, oh, those are the things where it doesn't stay on the screen long enough for me to fully absorb it, and then it moves on, and then I like tap the screen like, no, I wanted to see more of that, and then I tap into the wrong thing, and then I get frustrated and close the app. Correct, that is yeah. what we're talking okay. about. But if you tap <clears throat> to type in the thing, it pauses it, so you can type out your question. So there's a spot I can tap that'll do what I wanted it to do. Correct. I just have to uh, also, find that. So to know, I have to like Indiana Jones. A that little life hack of- here on the stories: if you divide your screen uh, vertically into thirds, the left third will go back or start your video over. The middle third will, if you push and hold, will pause it, uh, and then the right third will skip to the huh. next one. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, so anyway, I'm tapping when I when I wanted to be holding. That could be it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So anyway, last time we were asked, I honestly don't remember. This was a, I don't remember exactly who asked what, but I know <laughs> the Tone Jerks asked. Tone Jerks were the number two here, weren't they? I think they were both, actually. Oh, really? I think Righteous Ryan asked when we were going to have him on the show, and then we were oh. like, ooh, ooh, awkward. I, got, I have a <laughs> <laughs> awkward. Uh, the answer is soon, by the way. Hopefully, the answer is soon. Hopefully that, I, yeah. I, I have a I have a, a, a time a, a date in mind for that. Oh, okay. We'll <clears throat> and I'm not going to describe that date publicly. I could <laughs> I, I'm going to bleep this out. We're going to have him on the show as close to the day after as possible. Oh man, that'd be good. Yeah, <laughs> that's the ideal day. <clears throat> he told me it's happening soon. So <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> okay. Sorry. Anyway, wow. Yeah, that, I don't know what just uh, crawled down my throat. That'd be a good day. <laughs> we'll distract him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. so some jerks ask. We assume, right? We. I'm, assu- I'm fairly certain yeah, it was okay. them. Yeah. Some some jerks ask. Pick five pedals from one builder. What five? Actually, I think the first part of that question was. If you could only have a pedal board made up of one manufacturer, what would it oh, be? Oh, right, 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 right. I remember that now, and yeah. And then it was pick five. And then pick the five. And yeah. what are the five, yeah. Um, and we answered this on Instagram, but uh, I think my answer, this is really hard for me. I was going to say Wampler because mm-hmm. I, I don't, this is the weird thing though, I don't own any Wampler pedals. <laughs> but I, I know they make a really wide range of pedals that are really, really good. 
So yeah, I know that I could put together a really great pedal board with Wampler stuff. Uh-huh. So uh, from the five, I got to actually pull them up, pull up their website to kind of pick a few. I do know that I would want the Latitude Tremolo because when people ask me about tremolos, that is still one of the ones I always think of first because mm-hmm. I tried it on the podcast like ages ago and it was the friggin' best. Um, let's see, what else would I get? What else would I get? Um, maybe the dual fusion drive. Okay. It's like a, it's like a double like overdrive distortion pedal kind of thing. Got two sides, channel one, channel two. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a Tom Quail custom pedal, and you can like stack them differently. Um, you know, they have different voicings and stuff like that. So that's kind of neat. I, I like the idea of like if I'm only going to have five, uh, mm-hmm. having some that can f- serve a dual purpose. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I feel yeah that or maybe <laughs> and or their newest um, fuzzstration I think would be really good because I I do really enjoy an octave fuzz. Sure. Um, as far as like modulation and stuff go, they have a an ambient delay called the Doctor and it's got a TARDIS on it, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would end up with that. Uh, if not that, maybe the the tape echo because it's got a tap tempo and um, subdivisions and stuff. Sure. Always a good choice. What am I at? Three? Uh, I, so. I wasn't counting. I'm so bad. Yeah, sure. Let's say that was three. Um, hmm. Probably just their little, they have a mini spring reverb. I probably wouldn't, or, or actually, you know what? The reflection reverb, because all the amps that I play right now yeah, do have a they, built in spring right. tank. <clears throat> That's what I was going to say. Yep, yep. And then. Um, so you've got. You've got dirt. You've got a cup, a couple of modulations. So I've got what was it? The the dual fusion. That's one. The tape echo, the reflection, okay. latitude. I need one more. Um, I think you need a you need a boost or something. You probably the tumness. I think is it's like their clone clone. As yeah, you know, that'd be a good one. As much of a thing as that is, but it is a great pedal. Mm-hmm. It's just I. It would be kind of. Probably the Tumnus Mini because I don't need that extra stuff. Yeah, Why but not? then again, like I again, I haven't, I don't own any Wampler pedals, so it, it'd be a toss up between a company like that or Full Tone, mm-hmm. which I, I do own one of theirs, and I, I you have their trim. We all know it's the best. So like, <laughs> it's mad. Yeah. Plus, I have an old version. The new one's probably even better, even more functionally right. fun. Right. Um. I think it'd be hmm. easy to make an all full tone board, and sound I think so too. Outstanding, because you, you you're going to hit all the primary. You know, you're going to hit. You're going to all all the hits. All the hits are in there. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing is, like, I don't think full tone makes like. They're mostly a drive company, and like they don't make reverbs and delays and mm, okay compressors and you know like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, I think I would still keep my plimsoll with them because I do really love the sound of that plimsoll. Yeah. But the other one, the full drive two with the built-in boost is one of the great pedals. So mm-hmm. <sighs> Deja Vibe, you know, I'm looking through all of it now. and <laughs> <laughs> they do, oh, I'm sorry. They do have like uh, like fixed wahs. They have a regular wah. They have stuff like that. And the trim. I don't think they do time-based stuff, though. Well, ex- other than the, the actual tape echo that runs tape. 
Does that count? <laughs> I think it counts. I, I, I think that's what I mean, like the classics, you know? You, you're you're hitting the fundamental cornerstones of guitar tone. That's true. With them. The finest guitar and bass effects since 1993. You said that, <laughs> Full Tone. Damn right. <sighs> anyway, yeah, that's where I would come down, I think. Right. Um, like, I don't, I don't own a particular brand of pedal where I'm like, oh, I want all of their stuff. You know, yeah, I, I really yeah. love the Strymon stuff. I don't want all of their things. Right. Um, same with EHX and um Yeah, I feel MXR, that same way. Like, like in, in real life, I would not do this question, right? But it, for the sake of the question, it's we're having fun. Oh, yeah. No, but in real it life... It would also be kind yeah. of a fun thing to like, if I had disposable <laughs> income, like it would be a great... Like hobby to, sure, <laughs> you know, sure. build some cool boards, but yeah, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's full tone and or Wampler, I think for me for sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I think my pick, and again, this is probably not where like I would end up this way in real life ever. Like, I don't know. Even even if even if in real life I really was trying to like you know, going to be sponsored by somebody, right? And, like, mm-hmm. it would all be that. I don't think I would probably end up here. Um, but since it's a question and it's a hypothetical and I can play, uh, I want to go with Effect Road because yeah. <laughs> it's not one of the popular ones that people talk about all the time, and I super-duper love but it's their also, whole thing. Yeah, it's easily the best, and no one talks about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are just the mint, and and, you know, and priced accordingly— uh, but oh, yeah. if, so for anybody who doesn't know, because it's not like a Wampler or an Earthquaker, it's like uh, everything they do is all tube. Um, they like, yeah, they do tube powered com- pedals, completely yeah. fully voltaged. In fact, I don't I don't know if one of my five might have to be the power supply because the power <laughs> supply alone costs three hundred and twenty nine dollars to be able to, and that has like three 12 volt rails. They run on a very high amperage twelve volt DC, yeah. um, and then he up. He uh, uh, charges that, you know, um, to get it to where it needs to be to give the because they they are running a true B plus inside of these um, to yeah. actually load the plate properly on on the the plate and the heater of of these tubes. And some of these most of these pedals have three tubes. A couple have only have two. They're using all six triodes. Um, okay, so anyway, everything he does is tube based. Um, and they're all super high powered <laughs> and you gotta, yeah. that's why the power supply is atomic. So right. I don't know. You tell me, do I break the rules if the power supply, cause it's, uh, it's costs over well, $300. Does that have the, to count as note, one of my five? The note is the question, pick five pedals from it's one five builder. Pedals. Okay. Well, I get the power supply for free then. Um, the pedals I would want, I would start with the Blackbird. Yep. It's a it's a dual channel <laughs> tube preamp. Um, you can get some good distortion sounds out of it. Uh, no, also no, some you good can cleans. get some f-ing righteous distortion. Sounds <laughs> it's from it's it. a mean nasty baby. It's like a dual channel amp on the floor. Um, and I don't know if I would still. I actually have a tube drive. I don't know if I would still have a tube drive in this scenario because I, don't I feel think like the Blackbird. Would, I would, think the Blackbird would cover because it it's a dual channel pedal. It is, but it's a di- the tube drive is a totally different flavor. Um, it's controlled completely differently and it really, they don't sound alike. Like you can each, each can get sounds that the other can't do. So, but I think I probably would be perfectly happy with the, the Blackbird. And then what I, I don't know if I would really want to touch that fuzz, the, the mercury fuzz, Mm -hmm. but I would want to go for a booster 
Uh, and I would choose the Blue Bottle, which is a newer one from him. Uh, it's an inductor mid-boost. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, yeah, so it's a mid boost slash boost and it's using inductors, which is, oh, that's cool. Um, and very, very analog. And, um, we got to put the leveling amplifier in there. He's got a, essentially <laughs> a five, he's got a five knob. Yeah. $470. He's got a five knob, uh, you know, essentially LA 2A. He has like a, a he has the PC 2A, which is an LA 2A copy with the same controls, and this is this one has like attack and release uh, added as well as. Um, they call it the LA 1A. <laughs> yeah. So well, it's got a it's got an it's got a boost as well yeah. as the game, and and a, a bunch of his recent pedals have um, additional switching for like. Uh, input level matching and they they have uh, balanced outputs and in they have a uh, transformer based speaker emulated outputs on a lot of these as well um so there's he's kind of making things a little bit more modern flexible um being able to plug right into your recording interface mm-hmm. out of them and have it actually sound pretty righteous um so what did I, I i'm up to three um well, I guess after that, I would go. He has a, a trim, and probably the vibe, probably the tube vibe, and the delta trim. Uh, I don't yeah, care I was about phaser, say, so I'm not going to worry about that. I was going to say the tube vibe and the the trim for sure. Yeah, I bet that phasomatic does sound really good, though. Oh, I'm sure it does. Phase just isn't quite my game, but it's got some really flavorful controls on it. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks really fun. Um, and I don't know, by the time you had five Effectrode pedals, I bet you'd want the glass A, the triode buffer. I it's bet. just, just, just to even everything out because I, I bet your impedance is going to vary wildly between when these are on and off. Then again, actually I, I'm scratch that because I have the Blackbird and the Blackbird never turns off. You just switch channels. I would be switching True. between clean and dirty. I would never turn it off. So th- that's my buffer. Okay. never mind. I don't need the glass A. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's my super fun, uh, you know, two thousand dollar five pedals. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good. Uh, good. Good. And it probably weighs six hundred pounds. Right. Uh, okay. Actually, you know what? Let's save the next question for next time because I do want to kind of move on here. Okay. That's fine. Who knows? Maybe we won't get any answer any questions next time. We'll have to flip. Yeah. Right. <laughs> save this one too. Um, cool. So did you actually, write? Did you write Instagram segment because that's what we were just doing? Uh, well, I thought we were going to have new questions. Oh, I get you. Okay, so we'll we deleted. We did not have new questions. Okay, so oh boy, we're back. Okay, um, <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. So here's the thing: last time on the show, I said like, "Oh, later on, we're going to have a second Righteous Ryan segment," and then we turns out we kind of went long, so we decided to cut it, and then I. You know, we forgot to pull that one line out of the show. So that's fine. Um, <laughs> Did I miss and, that? Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then it's not a big deal. It was kind of funny. And then <laughs> uh, Righteous Ryan continued to be mega righteous and sent us yet another pedal builder <laughs> to do. Um, but we've both been like super slammed and haven't had enough time to really read about it. And so instead of trying to fake it and like just read exactly what Ryan emailed us. Uh, I would like to speak <laughs> to it with some having, actual, having gone through it, already, having gone yeah, through it. Like yeah. we really should. So that will happen next time. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry Thanks, about Ryan, that. Thanks, Ryan, for putting all that work into it. And we're we're I, we don't want to um, just like touch on it for a half a second and have no idea what's going on because yeah, Ryan puts be in like, a lot oh, of work cool. and he Ryan deserves better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want to do a disservice because the the story about what he sent is pretty awesome. So I just want to make sure I, okay. I understand fully what they're doing um, before. Yeah. Before doing hey, you it. know so, we we got um, a note back from. Oh, Kentucky Hot Brown. Kentucky Hot Brown, yeah. So yeah. these folks right down in Kentucky making pedal boards um, sent us a, a really nice note. Um, they listened to the show where we talked about their stuff. And um, I did want to bring it up again because not only because they wrote us an email and were super nice, but um, they actually mentioned that they have – was it they, they have a YouTube channel? Or they have links on their site or something to that effect. All about – how to get Velcro off of your board. <laughs> Whoa, really? I must have missed that because yeah. I saw their first email, but then, okay. Well, no, I think that was the... Was it in that? It was in the I one that I replied to. I completely overlooked yeah. that, okay. Yeah, so he, yeah, he was, they, they were super happy to like be talked about on the show and, and that we were into it and enjoying it. And, um, and I don't know if, like, did you feel like we were coming off as sort of critical I hope not. I I, mean, I, I I didn't think we were, and I don't think that they thought that, but, like, he was like, you know, we, we take all the feedback seriously. So I think he was just kind of being very, very uh, judicious about the way we were said, oh, man, these are so beautiful that we I would hate to, like, cover them with, with Velcro <laughs> and yeah. hide all that. Um, but he said that they actually, they've thought of that, but, and I should have guessed, right? Yeah. Uh, and so that you can find, um, they have links to info and I think videos and stuff like that all about how to manage Velcro pop- properly. And I can't think of anything that a working guitarist, uh, you know, I can't think of any working guitarist that shouldn't know how to manage Velcro properly, you know? Uh how to take it off of stuff without leaving residue, um, all that stuff. Like, so I thought that was that was rad. Um, so maybe I'll maybe I'll hunt and and put a link yeah, into the I'll, show I'm notes. Yeah, I'm gonna look right? that up for sure. Yeah. Uh, if you're not sure what we're talking about in the previous episode, Righteous Ryan sent us a thing about some really awesome pedal boards. So um, go back. They're called Kentucky Hot Brown pedal boards, and they friggin' uh, yeah, they friggin' rule. Yeah, we had commented that it was the the finishes were so beautiful and stuff we didn't we wouldn't want to step on them we wouldn't want them to be pedal boards cuz we'd be kicking them and banging them around yeah and you know after he kind of after he wrote back to us and it, it was a couple of days since we recorded or since we released the episode and i had more time to think about it i kind of wish i'd thought in the moment how sort of two-faced it seems for me to be saying that and then to have us um take these guitars with beautiful finishes and then relic them oh, 100%. <laughs> or not relic them. You know what I mean? And yes. so, and so gu- guitars and, and pedal, you know, now pedal boards uh, uh, by um, Kentucky hot Brown are works of art in their own way, you know, the, just like guitars mm-hmm. can be. And, and uh, it's, it's, so yeah. it's, it's all part of that same continuum then. And it's and our yeah. stupid guitar player brain that like wants <laughs> absolutely no change on things that are like, super old in the way they've always been, but is always looking for better stuff. How come nobody's innovating? Stop better? changing that. Exactly. It's so <laughs> dumb. And like that's, we've got two stories in the show that kind of 
mm-hmm. <laughs> echo that really, really well. All so. right. Well, cool. Um, so yeah, cool. So check out the we'll we'll put we'll put links the Kentucky Hot Brown and everybody should learn to manage their Velcro. I want to know how to do it. I yeah, it makes so, me think I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Well, I've never taken Velcro off of anything. I just accepted that, that the Velcro yeah, was permanent, and now a new door has been opened in my life. So yeah. okay, we're gonna bang on to the next news item now, which comes to us from Southern New Hampshire, right? Yeah. Yeah. Aren't they in Plastow? Anyway, uh, Fractal Audio releases the FM3. You better believe it. She. Look at this sucker. This bad boy is like a little baby fractal footboard yeah three buttons and a screen and well three foot buttons i should say and then three there's foot switches, yeah. encoders uh buttons a jog wheel nav buttons and a, a screen um is a screen and touch some of their some of these screens i are don't touch. believe it is but it's, it's the not same, going touch like line six is no but it's the same uh control panel as the xfx3 like it's just the control panel Put onto a pedal. Oh, like it's so it's the, a, it's the control exact, pedal of the rack unit. It's the same layout and everything. Yeah. Do they make a footboard version, or do they just make a footboard that's an add-on? They make. Well, they do now. That's until what now. Is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so this is the first footboard version. Well, so they've got like the effects on a footboard, and then they've got the amp modeling on a footboard that are like separate products. Ah. Uh, okay. Uh, but now this combines it. They are together. And this is also much smaller than the other two. The others yeah. were like a big, like, they were fully controllable systems. They had like eight yeah. foot switches, expression pedals, bank up, down, all that like ground control stuff. Yeah. This is approximately the size of the Line 6 Helix, like that new one that came out not that long ago. Mm-hmm. So three foot switches and then the control panel from the Axe 3. So you kind of get an idea of how big it is. It's probably around the size of a Strymon Big Sky-ish, maybe. Okay. So yeah. Really? Are they that big? Mm, and they have three foot switches. Yeah, I'm just you know it's, it's wide. Big. Maybe okay, it's okay. taller it's for sure. This it's is closer big. to being square. But yeah. um, okay. yeah. So anyway, this is all of the stuff. It it's <laughs> I, it's everything in the Axe FX three. Yeah. But on a pedal, and it's a thousand dollars. I think it has it. It has a little bit more limited. I well, I don't know. It's got it's got. Stereo I.O. on XLRs. Um, it's got two effects loops, a balance and a humbuster one, and then it's got two pedal inputs, or is that a pedal send and return? No, those Probably. have to be two pedal inputs, so those must be for extra controller switches. Yes. Right? And then what's, and what's Fastlink? Fastlink is... Um, Fractal's like proprietary connector. Oh, okay, it's it's okay. an XLR, but it's their proprietary. So like, if you connection. had the big boy, you'd wire this in, and they become one. They immediately connect, and they yeah, work yeah. flawlessly. And this is true if you have the other, like the um, the other footboards, the, the other foot pedal setups, as well as the rack unit. Like it'll yeah. connect to both, and then it's got USB, um, speed of MIDI in through. Like it's got. Everything USB, it's got USB B and USB A. Mm-hmm. Um, so like 
Okay. It's a, well, it's, an, it's a USB audio interface. So yeah, but it's got yeah. both. You know what I mean? Like they're not right. like you have to use a Type B plug or whatever. They're like yeah. we just put both, put them both on. They cost a dollar. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. wild. It's, so SPDIF output phones, and then um, I I like the the level trims are sort of on the very top of the pedal, so they're easily accessible from. You know, from looking at the pedal, from yeah, the operating yeah, side. This, yeah, this that would be sort of like a high high level kind of twisty, and they they manage to, to uh, shoehorn it into the front of the thing where you can actually mm-hmm. see what you're doing. So right, so it's ah, man, so okay, it's got everything in the XFX three, two hundred and sixty five over two hundred sixty five models plus the entire library of twenty two hundred speaker cab IRs. Mm. And then there's an additional 2,000, over 2,000 user slots. So if you're getting IRs from elsewhere, they can drop right in here. Right, right. So you can go straight to front of house with this thing or like straight into a cab or whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It is every last thing of your guitar rig in a really small little package. And it's like, I think, advertised price is $9.99. Yeah. Or, yep. Well, it's it's 1400 to buy it anywhere but fractal so you save $400 buying it direct <laughs> wow wow so uh, like we don't really need to talk about how great fractal sounds are because it's i think pretty well understood at this point but like holy <laughs> f- I, I feel like this is kind of one of those moments like when the axe fx2 really hit it big and then the line six stuff started catching up with it i was feeling like ooh, you know here we are it's about what are they gonna to do is we're about to tip over that point. Yeah. And this is kind of beyond the tip. Like we're just beyond that tipping point of like having a small, manageable, fully digital, really, really good sounding rig. Smaller, faster, lighter. So how how is the, the, the switch layout here? So we've got these uh, scribble strips are digital so those could be renamed so like mm-hmm. i'm picturing like whatever mode i'm in the foot switches are going to change what their labels are and probably change color and give me all kinds of clues as to what they could be so yeah. we see scenes presets and effects once you enter that i'm sure those turn into bank up bank down bypass or something could be yeah you know um yeah i i don't know and or you can use another you know outboard controller to change the sounds that this thing is making using the fast sure. link or whatever else or the midi or you know right i mean damn i think the, the most shocking the, sorry, this costs ahead. less right than the oh yeah way less i mean that's absurd let me see what there. an xfx3 costs uh so the full rack mount version is currently two thousand two hundred and fifty dollars does it come with the foot switch? No. So you're you you're spending over two thousand dollars, and you're kind of behind a little bit if you're going to be playing out. Kind of. Um, oh, I'm sorry. The 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 rack unit has way more I/O. Okay. I kind of thought that it had like a, a, some more pairs of of inputs and digital and other things, but that's yeah. but the, again, that's not. That's not guitar player stuff. It's that studio stuff. Well, studio and like if you want to do a whole rig that, you know, the, the Axe effects can control a lighting setup and stuff as well. Yeah. Like it can run yeah. scene changes for lights and it can connect to a whole friggin' laptop setup and all that. 
can land um, the Dragon space capsule for SpaceX. Yep, yep, it can do it all. And, and also the front panel has like a different, um, like there's input and output level monitors and stuff like that that are sure. larger, little, easier little to see. A little fancier than the ones on this. Yeah, but still, like, that, it's just But this gets you started for, what's what are they advertising this for? What, uh, what a cost? thousand bucks. A thousand bucks, and you're you're in sound wise and with a controller. Yeah, and like the AX8 amp modeler and multi effect pedal board thirteen hundred, the FX8 multi effect pedal board nine hundred. I mean, we're just yeah. it's well, it's on sale for nine hundred, but like to have everything available like this, I think is crazy. And in the size, the size is like the big deal. Yeah. <clears throat> Size and price. That's what it's at. That's what's up, kids. Uh, is the headline here says, well, the new Fractal Audio FM3 takes a slice of the Line 6 Helix pie. Yeah. Do they done. have a pie? You know what I mean. You know what they mean. I've heard good things about the Helix, but like, Me too. I didn't realize that they had a pie. I thought I, I was still not, not, I was still not ready to call them uh, back in line, so to speak. Line 6? <laughs> Back in line, <laughs> uh, I well, I don't know. I mean, I think yeah, is that popular? It's certainly. I, I think for people like you and me, we still think of lines. It feels stuff. like it's the nineties. Like, it, it feels like crummy. those red and, beans. Yeah, and it's just like a yeah, the pod. It's yeah, yeah and that's going to be. I think that's the thing they're struggling with getting away from. But that's just like the thing associated with their name. And they're pushing really hard to compete with Fractal. And I think the fact that we're even talking about it is proof that it's working. Like yeah. it, they're they're definitely keeping up. It's just going to be that that sort of stigma from the old days, you know. Sure. 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 Sure, dude. Sure, dog. So that's that's the deal. Um, you can buy it if you want. I mean, soon. Actually, it's 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 up it's, for pre-order. Uh, yeah, and and the the day it arrives to you is TBD, right? I believe so. Yeah, you can get send an email to waitlist at fractalaudio.com with the subject line FM3 waitlist to reserve your shit. Yeah, US I think and Canada they had only. something else that had a waitlist going, and I think if you were on the waitlist for that, you are automatically moved to the new waitlist for this thing. Oh, because I think this new thing like pretty much end of life. The other thing that were that wasn't even out yet or something. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> they pivoted. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, shall we talk uh pedal genie? Uh we we may. We may. Let me do you wanna play a little theme? No, wait, we have our oh, own theme for this. We do, but I can hit you with a little something. <laughs> Let's see what we got. Um Okay. Um Oh uh, geez. Um, I don't know what to do. Isn't man. that funny? It's like it's like somebody asks you to think of a word that starts with some letter and suddenly yeah, they're all um, gone out of your brain. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that was so shitty. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, here we go. Pick up. 
Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want, for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want, send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $39.95 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping, so you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month, shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to pedalgenie.com to fill up your wishlist with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. Woohoo! Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Haha. <laughs> Nailed it. First try. <laughs> okay. Right on. <laughs> right friggin' on, my dude. Yeah. I like this. All right. So what's up? So I have the Deco from Strymon. Oh. The, the Strymon Deco. Deco by Strymon. <laughs> I remember uh, hearing about this bad boy. Yeah, it's a tape saturation and double tracker. So, yeah, so it's a tape delay in the sense that it's like the kind of like, like a reel seven, to reel. seven milliseconds kinds of delay, the kind of delays that your brain interprets as double tracking. Right. Kind of. So, yeah, up at like two o'clock, you get slap back. So it's like mm -hmm. a really crazy fast. Like the yeah. majority of the the delay, it's called a lag time, is the, yeah. the control. So the, the majority of that knob, a good half of it, is tape flange. Right. And then there's a small section of chorus, then it goes into slapback, and then you're in tape echo territory. Not even really going to call it delay echo, I think, is a more appropriate term. Right. So there's, it's a Does little... Does it have feedback, though? Well, I think no. it's hard to call it echo if it doesn't have any recirculation. I mean, they're calling it tape echo. Okay. All on right. the pedal, although it might be part no, of no, they're calling um, it double tracker on the pedal. Let's see, it might be the secondary function. Mm. No, it's not. Um, so anyway, there's controls for saturation, blend, lag time, wobble, and volume, and then a three-way toggle switch for the blend type, which you can sum, invert, or bounce. Okay, so you could pull some kind of that 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 could give you a kind of a chorusy phasery kind of thing, right? If you're inverting and it was like doing some can frequency cancellation. Yeah, definitely. Making definitely. giving you so, that kind of inside out sound. Yeah, so it's got two foot switches. Uh, one is the tape saturation, and then the other is the double tracker. So the tape saturation is kind of like it's just giving your sound like more. It's more. a soft clipping. Yeah, very. Yeah, yeah it's very I'm soft. <laughs> not even going to call it an overdrive, really, or anything, because it's yeah. is very subtle. But it gives you this like it's not a boost, really. I mean, you can it's use like the a don't notice it until you turn it off again. Kind of thickness. Yeah, it gives you like a clarity, and I've, it's kind of reminds me a little bit of the the steel string singer pedal, where it just kind of makes your whole guitar feel a little more like electric like it's a little huh, yeah. brighter and a little it's you a little can hear more -er. the more -er, yeah so 
on that that knob's divided pretty much into thirds. You've got subtle and uh, subtle tape saturation and compression. Then the middle third is like the upper limits of tape machines. And then once you go beyond that, you're getting into real tape overdrive, mm-hmm. which it, it will clip at that red point. lights. It's, yeah, yeah. But and red lights great. on tape machines can sound pretty good. That's that's really where we're into like the soft clipping. Like it doesn't tape doesn't crunch yeah. when you clip it. You know. It gets yeah. really thick first. <laughs> yeah, and it sounds really good. Like it's certainly an always-on pedal. I think. Yeah. It's um, it just gives you this like little extra mojo underneath, and mm-hmm. it's I mean it's a Strymon pedal, so it's a little expensive. But if you're, I mean, if you're looking for a, a pedal that's going to make you go, oh my god, like what a difference! You might want to look elsewhere for three hundred bucks. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? But it's they're it's they're a luxury. It, it is a luxury. They're calling it an always-on pedal. It says yeah, right in their website. I, the I routinely use stuff like saturation, like like this, on kind of guitar stuff um, for making things kind of thickier and weightier without mm-hmm. adding EQ, well, without adding like bottom to the EQ, because like that can be very hazardous in a dense mix. You know, turning the the low or lows or low mids up to try to get some guts into a big thick guitar sound is going to take up tons of space and could make them too loud, but you can sometimes get that impression just with some kind of subtle saturation instead mm-hmm. of an EQ boost and it's a yeah. lot lot nicer that way. Yeah, calling this knob saturation, I mean, it's truly what's happening. Um you got to think of it as something other than a drive knob, like it will drive, but it's not a drive. You know, yeah. it's saturating. It's just like making it larger, kind of. So is this stereo in and out, uh, mono in, stereo out. Okay. Uh, expression input as well. So the, this is why I'm not sure if I can demo it properly, is because the double tracking. Like, yeah, I can yeah. get the flanges and stuff, but the double tracky part of it sounds you can't best in stereo. It in stereo so. I don't have a stereo setup, so. Um, I'll still do something with it for sure because you could totally hear the slapback or the uh, the chorusing and that kind of stuff. Sure, give yeah, like I think it would still be cool to hear the saturation too. Like, give oh, it, definitely give a semi extreme setting and just kind of click it on and yeah. Um, so then there's a blend control because because the the saturation and the the double tracking are on their independent foot switches. The blend, you think of those as tape decks. The blend lets you mix between the two. So at noon, oh. they're both equally mixed. Oh. This is more like it's a not lean, a blend like, with the dry. No, it's a blend between the two sides of the pedal. Yeah. All right. Pretty neat, huh? Yeah. So to uh, turn lower to blend in more of the quote reference deck, um, <laughs> you know, and then you can... As you crank it up, as you crank it up, they call it the lag deck. You can introduce more of the delayed sound. Yeah. Then, like most Strymon pedals, there are some secondary functions which you access by pushing both foot switches together. Uh, So if you're then the computer springs to life. Yep. So you've got controls then for high trim and low trim, uh, Mm. the double tracker, boost cut, uh, wide stereo mode, and then auto flange time. So an LFO. Oh, so you're adjusting the LFO. So auto flange time sets the sweep for the time, uh, sorry, for the press and hold auto flange feature. Low settings are faster, high settings are slower. So press and hold both switches simultaneously when turning a knob to access secondary features. 
Yeah, we knew that. What is it going to tell me? Okay, so if you hold those two buttons and you twist the lag time, you're adjusting now the, the, the auto flange. Auto flange. And, and then how do we you, turn on the auto flange? If you d- push and hold the double track foot switch alone. Ah, uh, okay. And then so for and then that becomes momentary. So for that moment, it's going to go wow flange for you. Correct. Not wow wow. It's like wow wow. Anyway, yeah, like whatever. a jet engine. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's cool though. Like it's a really yeah, I can um, get behind that. It's it's a subtle pedal. Like it, it like I said, it's um, I don't know. It's sounds really good i think but it's definitely more of a acquired like sophisticated tone detailing feature mm-hmm. i would say um you know I, i'm trying to i always try to picture like myself at shows and stuff like this and you know i bring my guitar rig to a show and it sounds pretty different in most settings because rooms and because you know yeah. everything is a little bit different mm-hmm I don't think this is going to introduce something to my tone where I'm like, oh, you know, I just wish I could get a little more tape saturation on my sound tonight. Like, yeah, you know what you this know? dive bar is missing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then that's the case for a lot of these, like, final... The sophisticated saturation of tape. Yeah. Mr. Bartender. <laughs> right. He's like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so anyway, um, but if you're interested in that kind of thing, I don't know if there's a pedal that'll do it better. Probably not. Probably not. It's a real, um, it's a serious friggin' upgrade from that TC doubler thing, right? It's... You know, because they could be the same thing, right? They could, they could, they could serve the bit. same function, kind of, except this one's like, this one's the, the you know, the rich mahogany version. <laughs> Is it the same though? Cause it's double tracking like a tape way. Whereas the mimic, if it has doubler, an LFO, I mean, mimic might be doing some other, I think it might be basically like it's double tracking as though you recorded another pass. Yeah. But there's no way to do that except by delaying the signal a little bit and modulating the pitch of that signal. True. And so it's, a you know, you, know, you can do, timing and pitch at the same time in clever in a clever mix that yeah. will make it more that'll make it sound less like an LFO but ultimately it is and 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 maybe it's like it has like a randomized bit. Well, I but I, I've I've listened to things that are randomized like that there's a waves plugin that's doing that they're essentially modeling like a tape deck except you're sort of randomizing how much delay at any amount of time it's not just a sine wave or something i think and though, it doesn't sound that much better the secondary function for wide stereo mode probably yeah. covers more of what the mimic is doing i think yeah i i don't think the difference is going to be night and day between those two as far as mm-hmm. how how well they impersonate an actual double track versus this classic double track trick thing. Yeah. You know, this one's so, this one's much more admitting that it's a classic double track trick. I think the mimic is probably doing basically the same thing. They're just talking about it in a modern way instead of definitely appeal the you know the the appeal to vintage that um Strymon is doing with with yeah. uh, with the name Deco. They're just beating us over the head with it frankly. <laughs> right.
So the input is, um, it's a single input, but you can use a TRS cable to get stereo. Oh, okay. Yeah, stereo so you can in, use it and with then the expression, yeah, the expression can handle a tap tempo, so you can tap mm-hmm. in your lag time. <laughs> so the max delay on this is is uh, half a second, right? Yeah, five hundred milliseconds. Yeah. Oh, that's not nothing. I was expecting that the max time to be like you can start of hear it as a delay. <laughs> half a second. <laughs> half a second's all right. I mean, that's that's like. Um, uh, carbon copy territory, right? Wasn't carbon copy the max was like 0.6 seconds or something? Or um, 0.8? It was less than a second. 600 milliseconds. Mm. Oh, Nailed by it. the way, by the way, they're finally making a carbon copy mini. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, it was right? like, like they woke up one day, like had their coffee and went, oh, sh- Did no one hey, make hey, this? Hey, hey Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I bet somebody would give me money for this. So sitting on somebody's outbox, like, wait a minute, did this not send? (laughs) (laughs) The press release from six years ago. (laughs) What is this? Outlook has a has has a one here, Bill. What's this in the in the out out outbox? Do do outbox still exist? Yes. Okay. They do. I have one to me. It's well in Google. It's. Uh, not Google, really it doesn't thing, exist. It's it is an Outlook because you can you can put a delay on your Outbox if you want. See, I can so you do can that like, in Google too. But can you? Maybe then it would introduce the Outbox. Anyway, thanks, Pedal Genie. Uh, the Deco is cool. You guys are arguably cooler. You like that one? That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the the point could be made. Okay. Yeah. One more thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to say it? Yeah, I'll say it. All right. Gibson Gibson 2019 original collection. So, uh, how how is original being used in this name? Is it the first collection? Original kind of meaning uh It's the a collection idea, of originals. The idea of these guitars is a collection a culmination of the ideas that make those eras of guitar. So that what I mean is there is a so fifth, each of these guitars a, is the zeitgeist of its guitar. Pretty much, yeah, of the era. So there's a <laughs> '60s Les Paul, there's a '50s Les Paul, big blanket term, right? So yeah. they're just kind of taking the stuff that made Les mm. Pauls in the '50s and '60s, what made them those guitars, and building yeah. them into new guitars. These are not historic accurate models they are not reissues they are not anything any super mega custom shop level of fine detail it's just the you want a les paul that's like they were in the 60s here you go mm-hmm. i think it works yeah. it, it reminds me a lot of the fender american vintage stuff they did the same thing with sure. a lot of success it was like a category yeah like oh 60s telly and it borrowed ideas from some early 60s tellies, some late 60s tellies, and they put them all together and you kind of get the best of an entire decade. Okay. I'm on board. I like this idea. Now, this is not <laughs> like, the, there's still like the Gibson USA standard line where you can buy a 2019 Les Paul standard. Like that still exists. Yeah. This is just a different This line. is like the Fender, special thing they're doing this year. 
Yeah, Fender has done like y'all American performer, American traditional, American vintage. Like there's all these different categories and those guitars have different specs based on different things. So mm -hmm. this is kind of following that idea. And I think it's a smart idea. So like I said, 50s Les Paul, 60s Les Paul. With the 50s one, you have the option of humbuckers or P90s. Love it. Right. They've really trimmed down the finish stuff. So now on this page, it just tells you how many finish options there are. They're not doing that whole like, oh, 60s Les Paul standard finish, 60s Les Paul alternate finish, right. which they that did was previously. A, that website issue. <laughs> yeah, that was a frame. And they're dumb surfacing idea. the info too. I don't have to like click yeah. through to even see. So for the um, Les Pauls, the, what this means is. This, they're kind of returning to form, they keep saying. Uh, they've got this new president. They've got this new upper management stuff. <laughs> new shoes. Right? Yeah. All of these guitars are solid mahogany, no weight relief at all. E so no Swiss cheese holes, no chambering, no nothing. They are rock solid nine-pound Les Pauls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're ready to go. You and know, nine pounds doesn't sound like much when you say it. But boy, when I pick up my Les Paul, it is heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, when you're looking at, say you're playing a telly that's like six pounds and change, right? And then yeah. you get up to a nine pound guitar, you're adding another third of its right, weight, right, you know? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, my Les Paul is over nine pounds. It's in between nine and 10. It's just like, obviously, <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Some of those old Les Paul customs get up into the 10-pound range, like the high 10s. That's insanity. Uh-huh. Fenders have always been much, much lighter guitars. So, I mean, SGs are in this list, too. We've got three uh, iterations on the 61 SG, which is my favorite SG. We've got the Maestro Vibrola, the Sideways Vibrola, and the SG Standard from 61. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Huh. And then right. we've got the SG Special with two P90s, and then the SG Junior with one P90. I kind of want it, I'm not going to lie. One P90, huh? Okay. Yeah. Also, Les Paul Special, Les Paul Junior, one or two P90s on those. And then just a straight up, boom, Firebird, Flying V, Explorer, nothing else about them. You want yep. a Firebird? Here you go. Right. Not a big, not a big deal. Here's one that you know isn't broken. Here's one. Like it's just a it's just a friggin' it's a friggin' Firebird, you know? It's just mm -hmm. like based on kind of pretty much how it used to be. Thunderbird and base, SG base. Thunderbird and the SG base, yeah, with the mud bucker, they call it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is a mud bucker? Well, it's like a it's not what Gibson calls it, but it's what kind of what it became known as. The neck pickup on the SG base, sort of known as the mud bucker. Oh. Uh, because yeah, they're so a, friggin' huge. That's a bad plan. <laughs> I like this plan. I'm into yeah. it. Rhythm SG base, they call it. That's a stupid name for a pickup. Yeah. So uh, prices are, I wish they were lower. I'll say that. Um, the three main Les Pauls, the 50s, 50s P90, and the 60s are all 2500 bucks. Mm -hmm. which is like, okay. I guess it's kind of par for the course with Gibson. Uh, the SGs are, let's see, the 61 Maestro Vibrola is 2000 as is the Sideways Vibrola. The standard 61 is 1800 Special is 1500 Junior is 1400 Like, they go down, you know. So... Yeah, there's nothing on this page below 1400 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's... So, it, the the 
it ranges a little wider, I think. Like there's so we're inevitably comparing to Fender. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but these are the these are the big boys. These are the the good guitars. They're not the ones that are where we're trying to cut the cost. So, yeah. yeah, so we're fine. You know, we're in the zone, um, but the range is wider. You know, the range is like a $1,000 instead of a couple of hundred dollars um, from yeah, the most yeah. to the least. And I don't know. I it, it Well, I guess I'm saying I like that the most expensive one is only 2500 Like part of me hates that oh, I have to say sure. that. sure. Compared but, to what they've done in the past where it was like, oh, this one has, you know, metal tuning pegs and it costs $5,000. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. There's some other stuff I'm noticing on their site that I haven't seen before. They've got a new, what's called a modern collection, which I haven't seen really. Um, mm. But I'm I'm into a lot of what they're doing these days. Um, let's see if I can find What is the price of a regular Les Paul standard? Oh, and it earned. Uh, 60 standard reissue, 58 reissue. These are all custom shop. Um, Let's fall standard 2019 is $3,400. Yeah. And it doesn't come in cherry sunburst. So like if you want, <sighs> you know, this is that whole thing. So, right. You got to get a customize the color and then guess how much it's going to cost you. Yeah. It's also got like the, the weight relief and the slim taper neck and the, the metal tuners. And it's got all, it's the modern approach of the Les Paul standard. If you want one like the sixties, guess what? Now you can buy one. You can get the sixties one. They just made it easier. Right. I'm into Mm. it. Mm. Yeah. That's part of the reason I got the traditional is because it was, is entirely the reason I got the traditional is because it's traditional. It's just a regular guitar. Yeah. (laughs) It's just a guitar, man. Uh, All like hand wired pots on these, um, that kind of stuff. I mean, these are Gibson, so they've always been handmade, um, but they're not using a wiring harness anymore. No no PCBs, that kind of stuff. Uh huh. Is that better? Hand-wired? I almost feel safer with a PCB, but safer, yeah. But people, when you're getting into like, oh, I want to swap out my bridge pickup, it's a lot easier to deal with on yeah. kind of a traditional setup. I suppose. But I suppose. Orange drop caps, that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's see what their bottom line looks like in five years. I mean, they've got. I think they've got everyone's attention back, and of course, all their marketing is like Gibson is back. You know. <laughs> <laughs> we're so, starting over with the 50s <laughs> we know what you want <laughs> yeah, yeah it, some of their marketing materials is like you know you traditionalists are gonna love this no robot tuners none of this like coil splitting like dude like you put those things on there <laughs> i know this is new coke right yeah yeah <laughs> They also and then just we bring back hired, Coke Classic to roaring applause. They just hired Mark Agnesi, who used to work at um, Norman's Rare Guitars in, I think it's in L.A. And I find that dude incredibly insufferable, and I don't care who <laughs> knows it. Like, he's just uh, he's super arrogant, and he's like just a, a kind of a classic sleazy sales guy. And now he works officially for Gibson, and it it makes me cringe a little bit. But, you know, I'm watching his demo of this new guitar and he's going over the specs. I'm like, all right, all right. You know, he's he's just talking about it. And he's like, all right, so let's hear the sound. Here, you know, let, let it rip. And of course, like, cool. E blues. Yeah, Thanks, cool. It's man. a guitar on YouTube. Like, what are you talking about? Hear the sound. 
Yeah, well, that and also just like, can you like, yes, I know it's based on the 50s and 60s model, but like, doesn't mean we're all just playing E major blues. Like, play the thing for real, dude. Yeah. God. All right. It's probably the easiest thing to get away with in a solo capacity, you know, like, like a traditional like, setting. Yeah. It's like, yeah, ooh, it's yeah, like, just like I, gonna, no, back to the roots. No, no know? accompaniment, something you can make up as you go and have it not sound stupid. Right. Oh yeah. Wow. Derek, cool. that's awesome. Does that cost $2,000? Sure. Don't. <laughs> You're famous now. That's actually how it works. Is it? Cool. Yeah. Gibson, I'll be waiting. Way to go. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. So that's fine. So there's the ups and downs of Gibson. As usual. Climbing that hill. Bro. Brought to you by the tone control. I'm sure hey, Mark uh, last... is a very nice person. I just find his internet personality annoying. <laughs> you know, but that's the thing, right? Somebody has to throw personality at at everything, right? To seem engaging enough or people push skip. Right? Is I this, guess is so, this yeah. kind of the thing that we're that we're fighting? Like I'm I'm kind of defending him a little bit, I guess, but like that's 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 the thing, right? Um you sort of have to. He just seems like talk close and sound excited to make people feel excited. Yeah, he's the kind of guy that would like, if you met him and then we're leaving, he would probably say something like "rock and roll forever, bro." You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I know you don't actually know who I'm talking about, but that's what. It feels no, like. but but like, but I get it, and yeah. and um, and like he maybe he means it for real, and yeah, in that case, rock and roll forever, man. But I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't buy it. You think he's um so it, I I'm thinking of the <laughs> Slurms McKenzie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes. I, at first I was gonna try to go like, you know, there's this cartoon that you know, but I don't care. We we don't even say our names half the time on this podcast. I am not gonna bother explaining what, what TV shows I like to our audience anymore. But Slurms McKenzie from Futurama, like, yeah, drink Slurm, huh? And then, oh, God, I'm so tired of partying, like, as soon as the camera turns off. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you signed a contract to party. <laughs> I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. If you Google Slurms, it will autofill Slurms McKenzie. Yeah, it will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, so last episode, I forgot to have the robot read the ending. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. We did that whole thing where it like took us forever to end and like, or no, it took us forever to do the beginning, which we do at the end. And that's why I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> anyway, Gosh. are we, are we at the end of the show? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was an episode, right? We even talked about some guitar stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, it was actually a good one, despite having to cut Ryan's segment, which I still feel bad about. But um, we will come back to that later for we'll sure. We'll do, and we'll we'll do, we'll do, we'll do it right. Yeah, yep. Correct. All right. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, follow my mom on Instagram. No, my mom doesn't have one. <laughs> Damn. Your dad does. <laughs> does my dad have an Instagram? He's always popping up in my suggested people. Oh, cool. I bet he follows me and I never knew. 
That oh cool wasn't convincing at all. No, like I just you know I for like a week maybe two weeks I was like, all right I'm posting like almost every day on Instagram, and it just ended. I. <laughs> it's not part of your your. I know, and and your I, circuit on your phone. It, it yeah. really isn't, and and I and then I I catch I I remember I'm like oh shit I was supposed to be like being social right, but I'm but. You know what I was uh, like? Oh, I'm working on an audio book. Like, how do I make that cool? Oh, now I'm. Well, no, no, what you do is like, you know, not just rock and roll all the time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I guess. <clears throat> now I'm, yeah, now I'm navigating uh, 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 Audible's self-publishing thing oh. know, so that I can put this, I can take care of the rest of this stuff for my client you know nice uh put the files up there so that you know what i mean like that's not sexy i can't even <laughs> i can't even you know pretend to care about what dog pl- rock and roll forever <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's it maybe that's what's up with this guy is he's he knows that some things are not going to be interesting but if he just sells it so hard maybe rock and roll forever Audible, self-published, rock and roll, uh, you know. <laughs> Audible, submitted in the QC phase. So, you know, awaiting approval. Rock and roll forever. Yeah, E minor blues. <laughs> <laughs> e minor blues. Don't forget the ending credits. Let's get out of here. Yeah, all right. So um, this this has been the Tone Control signing off. Okay, yeah, good. To all the components out there in the tone control circuit, thanks for listening, and f- off. <laughs> off. <laughs>